Welcome to the Your Next Best Step podcast, where it's all about real experiences, real lessons, real hurdles, and everything in between. I'm Teresa Cantley, and I'm bringing you over 20 years experience in business, leadership, and marketing to help you shift out of your corporate thinking and into being an entrepreneur so you can maximize your results, build and empower your team, and make a bigger impact. It's time to turn your ideas into innovation, and that's only the beginning. So let's get started. Hey there, my friends, and welcome to another episode of the Your Next Best Step podcast. I am your host, Teresa Cantley, and welcome to today's episode. We are actually on episode number 60. Wow, 60 episodes. That's unbelievable. I know we celebrated our 50th episode on 10 episodes ago, obviously, Um, but I am so, so, so blessed and excited to, you know, bring this podcast to you every week. And, you know, it's like we're having a conversation. It gives me a chance to chat with you virtually, to, to dive into some topics, to give you things to think about, to help you build your business. And this has just been, I mean, I love doing these episodes every week. Um, I am constantly brainstorming new things to talk about and looking at articles or just conversations that I have with people and just constantly like writing notes down saying, ooh, that would be a good topic to talk about. You know, because it's all based on, um, as I said in the in my intro, it's all based on real life experiences. It's not fluff or theory or, you know, a lot of it is my own insights and things that I've done with 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 people over the years, um, clients, businesses that I've helped build and just kind of taking all of those insights and bringing them to you every week to hopefully help you to get through some of the struggles and, uh, you know, making sure that you're celebrating wins you know, no matter how small or how big and just kind of everything in between and just um, giving you a little glimpse or a big glimpse um, of my own uh, quirkiness and, um, you know, just a little bit more about me. You know, I'm not your typical business growth expert, like some people, like how some business growth people are. I don't solely just focus on the numbers and I don't solely just focus on strategy I also I'm a as I as someone called me I'm a healthy blend of science meets zen so we talk about strategy we talk about financials we talk about you know the business side of it but we also talk about the emotion side of it and the psychology side of it and kind of you know what really goes into building a business it's not just about the numbers it's not just about the business side it's about much much more than that it's about connecting it's about connecting to ourself and what it is that we really want to do in this world, as well as connecting to the people around us, our team, our employees, our community, which brings me to the topic today, talking about connection. I've talked to a lot of my, my clients that I work with one-on-one, and um, I'm actually in a workshop right now uh, with one of my mentors. And just talking about, you know, what's going on in the world today. I mean, there's so much out there with, you know, the small business loans, the PPP loan drying up, um, and they're trying to get more money out there. 
and just talking to and listening to stories from small business owners who, you know, no matter what, they are not sitting back and, you know, a lot of them didn't get the loans um, and they're not sitting back and saying, you know, what am I going to do? And, and just sitting there waiting for, you know, someone to come help them. They're actually taking action and they are doing everything possible to keep those businesses running and not just for them, but for their employees, for the people that have dedicated themselves to not just the owner of the business, but to the vision of the business. Um, I listened to a story this morning from a woman who owns a business up in New York City, and it's a place where you can, um, I think it's called the creativity place or the craft place or craft creativity or something like that. Um, but she owns this business and she, you can have party there, parties there for your little kids. Um, you can take them there for classes. And basically she teaches them how to create with crafts. Um, they make, like she was showing pictures, they paint they cut out stuff um, and make things. So, um, and she was talking about that. I mean, she has put her heart and her soul into this business. And her main concern was being able to take care of her employees. <laughs> um, because if she can take care of her employees, she can keep the business running and she can take care of the community. Um, and she said, it's not just about me. It's not about the money. It's about the passion that I have in this and the passion that the people that work here have in this. And it's just so powerful because I've talked to so many small business owners right now who have said the same thing. Like, it's not just about me. It's not about the money. It's not about getting the loan. It's about being able to take care of the people that have dedicated you know, their time and are super passionate about this business as much as I am, which is why I wanted to talk about this topic today is, you know, how, how do you guide your employees and your team through a downturn like this? Because as entrepreneurs, as, as business owners, we go through stuff ourselves. And I've had this conversation as well with um, people who own businesses that they're like, I don't have the answers. I I normally have it have the answers and I can figure stuff out, but I don't have the answers. I don't know what to do. I feel like I don't have control over the situation. And all I want to do is just take care of my employees. And one of the things that I teach in my um, business growth formula program is that so many people focus on the external experience and and getting more customers and retaining customers and um, you know that external piece. They and they don't. What we really need to do is focus on the internal piece too, which is connecting with our employees and making sure that we build a healthy, wealthy, happy environment for them. Because if we build it from the internal side the external side will flow with it. So I've talked to many business owners and, you know, they've said, I, what do I do? Like, I feel so helpless in trying to guide my people. Like, how do I even talk to them about what's going on so that they're not afraid? And my answer to them is, all right, first and foremost, the greatest need of any human being is they want to be heard, they want to be understood, and they want you to be honest with them. And a lot of business owners think that, I mean, one of the key things to guiding your employees through anything is not that you need to fake it, 
okay? Um, but that you're honest with them. A lot of biz- people who own businesses think that I need to have all the answers, I need to be strong all the time, and just be that leader. And the thing is, is that that's not true. Being a good leader means that, yeah, you can lead in the face of fear, but you also have the ability to be vulnerable and say, listen, this is the situation. Yeah, am I worried? Am I scared? Yes, but I'm not gonna let that stop me. And right there, that's one of the biggest motivators to guiding your people, to helping to guide your people through any downturn. I mean, and and really through anything, like through your business, but especially in a crisis or a downturn in your business is to have the courage to be vulnerable, to say, I understand how you feel because I feel that way, but I'm also not going to let that stop me. So the first thing that we can do in trying to guide our employees through this is number one, is to allow ourselves to be vulnerable, allow ourselves to kind of let them see um, and understand. Now, I'm not saying you need to have a complete breakdown, but, you know, to say, hey, I understand, you know, here's the situation and I understand because this is how I feel. You know, there's a lot of uncertainty right now. There's a lot of things happening. There's a lot of moving parts and I'm not really sure how to navigate all of it. And, but the thing is, is that I'm working on it. I'm working on it and I am going to do everything possible so that we can get through this. So the first step is to not freeze and not do anything. Number two, and I've seen some business owners do this too, which I don't agree with, which is sitting there and complaining and complaining and complaining about what the government is or isn't doing to resolve the situation. I don't think that's right either because when it comes down to it, when we get to the core, you are responsible for your success, not anybody else. I mean, yes, there are a lot of factors right now that are that are affecting small businesses and I see it and I'm fighting for them um, to get them help. But when it comes down to it, you have the choice whether to sit there and just let things, you know, go with fate and see what happens or to, yes, to fight and to try and get loans or to try and get help, but also do things to help your business, get creative. So again, the first step is to understand that, you know, leaders have fear and that's okay, but a true leader and the sign of, of, of real leadership is to be able to feel those negative emotions, that fear, that uncertainty and move anyway to just say, yeah, I'm feeling this, but I'm not, I'm going to kind of feel it acknowledge it and then let it go because I got, I got a, I got a difference to make here. So that is the first and biggest piece is to allow yourself to have the courage to be vulnerable, but move through it anyway, to say, I'm afraid, but I'm not going to let that stop me. Because when people see that, that's inspiring to say, you know, yeah, I'm afraid. I don't really know what's going to happen. I don't know how to navigate this, but that's not going to stop me because I care about this business and I care about you. So that's number one. And going along with that is to also be honest with them, 
I mean, you don't have to tell them the ins and outs of all the financials, but you can be honest with them and say, this is what's happening. This is where, you know, this is what's happening. And this is, you know, our income is down 80%, but we're going to get through this. We're going to get through this and we're going to figure it out and we're going to be okay. Because here's the other thing is that there's so much stuff out there, so much false information, so much, you know, also so much negativity. I mean, you hear statistics all the time. Revenues are down 85%. 20 million businesses are going to close or 20 million people are out of work. You know, 13 million businesses are going to close and people hear that and then they freak, you know, because it's like, oh my God, what's going to happen with our business? So if you say to them, if number one, you give yourself permission to be vulnerable and let them know that you're afraid, but you're gonna lead anyway. And then number two, just be honest with them and say, yeah, we hear there's so much stuff going on out there, but I want you to understand that we are gonna get through this and we are gonna figure out what we need to do to get through this. So that is part of, I have a five, five keys to, to leading your people, okay? And this can apply to any time in your business, whether your business is like doing amazing or in times like this. So the first key is that communication piece, is keeping those lines of communication open. The worst thing in the world that you can do is shut down and not talk to people. Because again, rumors start, I mean, there were so many rumors that started with this coronavirus about the National Guard coming out and it was almost like they were instituting martial law. I mean, people hear all kinds of stuff and they panic and they freak. So the best way, and you've heard me say this before, clarity is power. The best way to prevent people from freaking out and shutting down and being scared and being worried and running for the hills is to communicate is to give them that clarity at, at, as much as you can. Like I said, you don't need to divulge all of the background information with financials, but you can be honest with them and just keep communicating what's happening. You know, keep communicating whatever plans you're putting in place with your leadership team or whatever it is that you're coming up with and that you're going to be implementing. You can keep in constant communication with them because here's the other thing. When you do that, that's how you start to build even more trust. That's how you start to build that relationship. And that is worth more than any amount of money that you could pay people. People, I mean, yes, everybody wants to make money because we need to live, right? But there has been research that has done time and time again that is that money is not the top motivator for people. So it is understanding them, connecting with them, having them under know that you understand them, that you appreciate what they have to say, and that what they have to say is validated, right? So if we keep those lines of communication open, that helps to alleviate and dispel some of those myths and rumors that are going on out there, but also it helps to keep the fear and the anxiety to a minimum. And that is one thing that is like going crazy right now is that is everybody having so much anxiety. So one of the ways that we can do that is keep communicating. Along with that, number two is connection. So understanding, and this is part of in my business growth formula, I have something that I teach where we really go into and dig into assessing 
you know, all of your employees and assessing the business. And when we do that, that's how we can understand what each other's unique gifts are. So in a time like this, making sure that we have clear lines of communication that are open and that we are also connecting with our employees when, and what I mean by that is understanding what their unique gifts are and making them part of the plan, making them part of what's happening and even like having assigning them tasks to do or you know projects to take care of based on your understanding of the gifts that they have and their strengths and what they're able to do. And again, when you make people part of the process, when you make people part of something, they are more likely to be dedicated to it and be really into seeing it through to the end. Um, that's how they take ownership for their job performance. So making sure that you have that connection with them where you understand their unique strengths and how that fits into your plan so that you can make them part of the plan. Number three, this kind of goes along with it, is that collaboration. So, so often people get stuck, especially when we're busy being busy. People get stuck in my role is here and they function in silos. So if you own a restaurant, my role is bar manager. My role is friend of the house manager. My role is cook my role, and they stay in that silo. So in times like this, and this is something that I teach the people that I work with all the time, is that this is where that collaboration, understanding people's unique gifts, understanding what the plan is, and then working with a collaboration of people. So getting ideas from, let's just take the restaurant example, getting ideas from the kitchen staff for maybe how you can do customer service better. Um, or if you're putting out alternative services, like right now, people can't go and dine in. So people are offering, um, I have clients that are offering boxes, meal boxes. So maybe somebody who is normally a, in a server, a waitress, can add input to how they're going to make the boxes. And using that time, and this is part of the whole thing of making people part of the plan and getting them to buy into the plan, and you get them to buy into it by having them be part of creating it. So getting that collaboration going so that you can get new processes in place, you can streamline tasks. It's not people working in silos, but people working together. And when a business is in, when there is a business crisis, when there is a downturn, it's even more important. And this is part of something that I teach, how diversity can bring innovation, diverse teams. You don't have a team of just, and we'll go back to the restaurant example, you don't have a team that just consists of cooks. You have a team, you have a diverse team of maybe the cooks and the bartenders and servers coming together to build something bigger, to streamline processes, to put their ideas together that they may not have done before to keep things moving forward. And you would be super, super surprised when you have diverse teams like this, they not only are bringing their experience in the skills that they have right now, but they're also bringing the experience that they maybe have had 
prior to working in this business to the equation, which is going to bring even more ideas into the business. So, and at a time when, you know, things have slowed and we, and you're, you know, really trying to find alternatives to making money so that you can keep the business going, that can be a super, super powerful thing. So number four, that also goes along with this, and you can kind of see how they all fit together. Creativity. Gotta keep the creativity flowing. No idea is a bad idea. No idea is a bad idea, no matter what. But especially in times like this, no idea is a bad idea. So keeping that creativity going, just because you're a retail store, doesn't mean that you can't offer a new service right now for a workshop. And it requires really digging in and looking at the experiences and the background and the, and like I said, the, the unique genius, which is part of the connection piece of this to find out what people can do and really using their backgrounds, their diverse backgrounds, their abilities, their strengths, and then really using your collective creativity to build alternative services that are just, I mean, they can be mind blowing. You know, like I said, just because you're a retail store doesn't mean that you can't offer virtual um, personal shopping or you can't offer, you know, virtual consulting for um, how to redecorate your house with what you have right now. People are at home. They're looking at the same walls all the time and probably getting sick of what they see. So it doesn't mean that you can't offer, you know, use that creativity and offer something to help your customers. The other thing that comes out of these five steps is also having people understand even more what the ultimate purpose is of the business and who your who your customer really is and what are the things that they love. Because the people in the kitchen might see something completely different than the servers, who also might see something completely different than the people who run the bar. Or the people who are doing inventory see something different than the people who are actually waiting on customers. So all of these things together, you can come up with the best ideas that you've ever had, things that you probably would have never thought about before. So number five, going along with this whole thing, is consistency. And whatever you put together, using this creativity, using the connection, you know, having your plan in place, and taking this and being consistent, so making sure that everybody is carrying out these tasks. When everybody works together, we can, you know, you've heard this before, you can achieve so much more. So making sure that everybody is carrying out their tasks in the right way, things are getting done, things are happening, as well as, you know, we can also talk about consistency in that you're being consistent with your communication. You're being consistent as a business owner in connecting to your team. Um, your managers, if you have a management team, they're being consistent in connecting with the people that directly report to them. And when all of these pieces come together, this is how we can make sure that no matter what, no matter what the circumstances are in the business, we are continuing to create a healthy, wealthy, and happy environment for our employees. Healthy 
in that it's healthy amounts of communication. Everybody feels safe. Everybody, everybody feels like they're not scared. They're not, you know, afraid they're going to get in trouble or they're not, you know, there's healthy amounts of communication and connection. Wealthy, not necessarily from the financial standpoint, obviously that's, yes, we want to make sure that we are creating financial freedom for everybody in the business, but wealthy can also be something that comes from within. So a wealthy environment that is filled with joy, a wealthy environment that is filled with abundance, a wealthy environment that is filled with positive thinking, okay? You are, your wealth doesn't necessarily come from money, but comes from that internal fulfillment that you feel and that you are also, you know, hopefully your employees feel. And that comes from implementing these five things. And also happy. We want people to feel happy and we want to make sure that what they're doing, that they're happy. I mean, we're not responsible for people's happiness. They need to feel happy. But if we are communicating on a consistent basis, if we have the courage to be vulnerable, if we connect with them, if we have that collaboration with the diverse teams, if we keep going with creativity and we're consistent with all of this, hopefully it makes people feel happy. And the ultimate goal is through all of this, we want to get people to not think and function out of fear, but think and function out of opportunity. Using this to find the gold nuggets, to find the golden opportunities so that we can move from a place of fear and struggle and start to move in a place of potential growth. Now, it may not be this huge financial growth, but the growth that we see could be the growth in our ideas, the growth in our structure, the growth in our thinking, the growth in the connection and the collaboration that we have with everybody in the business. And if we see that, or we can focus on that, the money is going to come you know, because the ideas are going to flow. We're going to be able to get stuff implemented faster. And then also eventually our businesses will be able to reopen and hopefully, you know, we'll be able to get some funding. But in the meantime, you have taken control of the situation with the things that you can control. So the biggest thing with guiding your employees in a downturn, what it comes down to is Number one, again, having the courage to be honest, you know, having the courage to be okay with not being okay and saying, you know what? Yeah, I'm afraid, you know, I don't have all the answers, but we're going to move forward and we're going to get through this. The more we can do that and the more we can apply these five key things the more we're going to be able to continue to guide our employees the right way. It's not from a place of I'm the leader and I'm going to be strong and, you know, or it's not from a place of fear. um, And it's also not from a place of not being honest to them. It's from a place of where you're moving from integrity, you're moving from trust, and you're moving from responsibility. And that is what we need to do being the leaders that we want to be, being the leaders of tomorrow to get through all of this, no matter what the circumstances are, you know, coronavirus today or whatever comes our way, 
we will be able to get through it. I hope this helped you. And I hope that whatever your situation is with your business and whatever is happening, um, I hope you are staying healthy. I hope you are staying safe. And I hope that, and I pray every day for all the business owners out there that we can you know, move forward and that we will be able to get, you know, whatever funding comes from the government, small business owners, local businesses are the core of our economy and the core of any community. It's what keeps communities thriving. Um, They are what keeps the economy growing. And I pray every day for all of the business owners out there, uh, myself included, that we can continue to you know move things forward and get the the assistance that we need but also to use those god-given gifts that we've that we have that we all have to be creative to find solutions and to lead in the face of fear so i hope this episode helped you and until next week um oh also one thing i just want to let you know about i have a workshop a free workshop that is coming up and stay tuned for it. We're going to be giving the information on it shortly, but it's going to be all about how to fix things today so that you can grow tomorrow. So stay tuned for the link for that in the show notes for this episode. So until next week, take care, stay safe, be well, and I will see you soon.